You're welcome, Carmen. No. I was enjoying the baptism so much I forgot I was supposed to come up here. Sorry. Good morning, everyone. We're so glad you joined us today. What an amazing, we love baptismal services. It just shows that God is still alive. God is still working and delivering and Good saving job, and buddy. setting people free. So that was a privilege to be able to be a part of that today. Um, so welcome to Church on the Rock. We're glad you're here. If this is your first time, welcome, welcome. Um, we'd love to get to know you. There's a, a visitor center out front. Please let them know that you are here. Um, and we're doing, God is moving in this. We, we feel the army coming together. Um, we're getting ready to move into the second part, and um, I feel like we, we just can sense God just moving this army together and, and coming into full function where every joint is going to supply. So we're going to continue that today, so have your papers and stuff ready to go. And then right now, we're just going to pray over the tithe and offering. Um, it's, it's time to give back to God. If you um, have... A, uh, offering to give today and you want to put it in the black boxes, I'll just let you know they're in the back. But you can also give online with Connect with our app and with the uh, on the website as well, app Church on the Rock Huntley. Sorry, I'm a little flustered because I was like so enthrall involved in the baptismals. My brain is still on that. But you know what? God is is our provider. God is going to provide for you. If you have a need today, I just want you to know that he is the provider, and he loves you, and he is going to get anything that you need. If we, He says, if you'll just ask in my name, anything you need, ask of the Father, and he will give to you. So let's pray about today over this. Father, we just thank you, Father God, for all that you've given, all that you've done for us, Lord Jesus. Lord, I thank you that everything we have is yours, God, and everything we have you have given to us, Father. So right now, through um, the tithe, a way to worship you and give back to you, Father, we lift this up to you knowing that, God, you are going to provide our needs and anything that we ask, Father, you said just ask in my name, believing by faith and it will be done, God. So with the, we pray over the needs today, the financial needs, the whatever it might be, God, we come in agreement with this congregation today and ask that your blessings would be upon them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's do one thing. Let's stand up before we do the word. Let's stand up. We're going to do some exercises. Yeah. Turn around, give some high fives today, a fist bump here or there, and say hello to somebody. Amen. Put somebody in a headlock if you want. Amen. You can be seated. Well, hey, we want to welcome you to the second week of Discovering My Life Ministry. Last week, uh, we talked about uh, understanding and discovering our spiritual gifts. If you're watching online or you're new today, I met two or three, four people that are new today. You can go on your phone and go to Church on the Rock Huntley and download the app and you can catch up from next from last week. So if you miss spiritual gifts last week, if you're online or you're here today and you haven't done it yet, go on our app or go on our website. Again, that's Church on the Rock Huntley. And when you get there, double click shape. And everything you need there, the spiritual shapes, inventory is there, the notes are there, and it's all there. So we welcome you. We believe that one of the most fulfilling things you can do in life is to identify and develop your God-given, everybody say shape. S stands for spiritual gifts. H stands for your heart or your passions. A stands for abilities. P stands for personality. And E stands for experiences. So we are here to identify our God-given shape so that we can reach out to and fulfill our full potential in serving God. I want you to think about this. God has been molding and shaping you for your life ministry since before you were born. How many believe that? The Bible says in 
Psalms 139.14, it says, thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. And all the husbands say, amen. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. It's amazing to think about your workmanship. It is marvelous. You were there while I was being formed. Think about that. You saw me before I was even born. And you scheduled each day of my life before I even began to breathe. I even began to breathe. So we see four things there. We see that we are, first of all, I am wonderfully complex. And the second thing we see is that I am unique. You're the only you. And you are God's masterpiece. And the third thing this, th this scripture shows us is that we were created for a purpose. And people that don't have purpose in their life are, are misguided and aren't fulfilled. But God gave you a personal shape. So this next, last week and this week and next week, we're going to be discovering our unique shape. Again, S is spiritual gifts. How has God gifted me? H is heart. What am I passionate about? A is abilities. What are my natural abilities? P, personality. Where can my personality best suit me to serve? And E is experiences. What are some of the experiences we talked about? Today we're going to look at the heart and also we're going to look at abilities. Did everybody receive your sheets when you came in? You're going to need those today. Did everybody receive those papers and those handouts? Grab those. Uh, let's turn on another set of lights here so they can see to write and to read. There's pens in front of you in your seats, and also we've scattered pens everywhere. We want you, this is going to feel like a workshop today and next week, so we want us, it's going to be interactive. But today we're going to look at our heart. Does anybody need any of those sheets? Just raise your hand and our ushers will come by. If you don't have those sheets, just put your hands in the air and they'll, they'll get them to you. Today we're going to look at your heart. There's some over here in the front, Pastor Joe. Amen. Keep your hands up and they'll, they'll uh, get them real high and maybe wave them so they can see you. Today we're going to look at heart. What is it that I'm passionate about? I want to monitor my heartbeat. When we monitor our, heart, monitor our heartbeat, it'll help us clarify what we really love to do. You know, brothers and sisters, your heart, it's the real you. Each of us, even physically, we have a unique heartbeat, and it's slightly different than everybody else's. Well, God has given us a unique emotional heartbeat, and it races when we encounter things that we're excited about, activities or subjects or circumstances, that when we get excited about them, uh, our heartbeat raises, it jazzes us. Uh, we feel instinctively, we feel instinctively, uh, we feel very deeply about some things and other things. Ah, eh, we don't even really care about it. You know what I'm talking about? Sometimes people are so passionate about something and you're just kind of listening out of courtesy because you're like, I don't care anything about that. That's because you're uniquely you and God has made you that, that way. You know, the Bible uses, the Bible uses the term heart to represent the center of our motivation our desires, our inclinations, and your heart actually determines, the Bible says, what you say. The Bible says out of your mouth and what your heart's full of is what you're going to say. Your heart is why you feel the way that you do. God's Word uh, talks about how it examines our thoughts and our motives and tells us how we feel about things. And also our heart tells us why we act the way that we do. And that's why the Bible says that we need to guard our heart because out of our heart is where the wellspring of life comes. So now here's where we're going to kind of get interactive in this kind of a workshop feeling. Today I want us to take a heart inventory. Again, if you're listening online, you can go to your app and you can hit the button that says heart inventory. And you can download that and look at that with us. But if you're like most people... You've never taken time to sort out and identify the things that you're truly passionate about. And really as a result of that, it's unlikely that you use the talents completely or effectively as you could. But one of the keys to understanding our heartbeat is to look at some of the things that you love to do. These are things over and above what you like doing. It's things that you feel compelled to do. I mean, I love this. So in your worksheets now, I want you to look at step one. 
And I want you to start listing out some things. Right here in the service, and if you're watching online, you can start list, list out and de describe some things that you enjoy and that you've done well throughout your life. Think about some things. What to, you know, things you enjoy doing, things you're passionate about. Give some specific details on your paper in those, in those places. A bad example of that would be, hey, I had a great summer vacation. A good example was, man, I had an amazing summer vacation. I took some photographs of all the beautiful scenery and all the things. Man, I loved hiking through the woods. I loved seeing new things. So you begin to tap in on what you're passionate about. So I want you to do that. I want you to write down some things that you think you're passionate about. I remember my boy Jordan, he used to bring all the kids over while you're writing. Write some things down. I remember my boy Jordan um, who writes music for famous artists now and having a real success at that. But he used to dress up all the neighbor kids and write plays and write musics and teach them how to sing and teach them how to act. And then they'd bring all the parents in and they would, they would give a, a play to the neighborhood. You know, it's just something he, what, what do you have? Things that you've just been passionate about. Things you've just been passionate about. List some of the things that you're passionate about and do well. Somebody shout out something you're passionate about. Healthy marriages. You're passionate that people have healthy marriages. Somebody else shout out something. Helping people, music, Bri. You're passionate about worship. Over here, Maribel. Arts and crafts. Oh, we need you, Maribel. Woo, I know a ministry exactly designed for you. Hope you like little guys. <laughs> back here in the back, shout something out. Hospitality, and you're amazing at that, my daughter. Amazing about that. Anybody else shout something out? Passion. Woo, I can't see who you are over there. Who's me? Hey, Dana. Write her name down. Teaching. All right. Anybody else? Shout it out. What'd you say? Making improvements. Beautiful. So these, okay, now let's go to step two. Is there any age group? This is real important. Um, here's what I need you to do. In the sheets you were handed out, on the very back is a master shape sheet. So when we get to that, boy, you got to be careful saying that one, master shape sheet. Okay. Woo. I'm in church. i got to be careful on that one. But anyway, on that master shape sheet, here's another thing that we want you to, to put back on your shape. Is there a group or an age group that you're specifically passionate about? Zero to five, six to 12, 20 to 30-year-olds. Somebody yelled out married couples. Anybody passionate about student ministry? Men or women. So look at that list and mark those. Age groups you might be passionate about. I actually love older people. I, like, I love going to nursing homes. Senior adults love that. Maybe it's non-believers. So do that. Here's the third thing I want you to do as we're looking into our heart. Is this... When you're discovering the love, what we're wanting to do is we want to try to discover what some of the love of your hearts are. I want us to begin to look at this list. And I'm going to go through this list. And what I want you to do is I want you to mark things. You might mark 10 or 15 things. But later today, I want you to pin down about, well, about 5 or 10 things. And we'll put them on that master shape sheet. Some of you like to acquire or possess. I love shopping, collecting, obtaining things. Believe it or not, that's real important in the church because we need people to shop. We need to find people to get the bargain. I love to analyze. I love to examine, investigate, probe, build. Man, I love to construct things, stages, props, things we need for plays or programs. Care. Man, I love caring for needs of people that can't care for themselves. So if you like caring, even help us with what kind of age group you even like, Okay. How about counsel? I love helping people through their problems. I'm a good listener. I like to help. Counting. I like playing with numbers. 
Man, we had a lot of people excited about getting the Stonehaven coffee shop going. Hey, we're going to need some people in there with numbers and running the, the, the cash machine and stuff. Design and develop. I like making something out of nothing. Edit. Encourage. Evangelize or preach. Excel. Feed. I'm looking at my buddy Brian out there. He loves to cook. He loves to barbecue. Feed. I love feeding people. I love cooking for people. Anybody else like cooking for people? Amen. We, we want to know that. Following the rules. You know, policies and strategies. Graphic arts. Hospitality. Illustrate. You know, Devin, the worship leader that we hired, he's gone today, but the worship leader that we hired, um, um, he, he, he has a minor in productions. We're wanting to do more productions here at Church on the Rock, so keep, keep that in mind with graphic arts and illustrating, like writing. I love improving things. I love informing. Even what Carmen did of coming up on the stage and informing with announcements and things. I love to intercede or pray for people. You may have feel like it's hard to say this, but some of you can say, I love to lead or be in charge. Don't be insecure to write that. Mark that. Mark that. Man, I, I like to lead. I like to be in charge. I, I love to oversee and supervise. Uh, I, I enjoy determining how things are well done. Mentor. Mentor. I like sewing into people. Music. Music. Even today, guys, you noticed um, we have a drum an acoustic, an electric guitar, but notice you heard a piano, notice you heard a synthesizer, notice you heard a bass, notice you heard different instruments. We do that with loops because we don't have people to do those. So music, that's the other neat thing about Devin. Devin is a music teacher. In fact, the lady leading today is even a music teacher. Uh, they're even going to have workshops, and, and if you have a music skill. The big thing about Devin and, and, and the music is, is it is a time commitment. They, 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 you've got to make rehearsal, and you've got to be a part of what's going on because we want to give God our best. So we've got music, nature, operate and maintain. So that's a big one, operate and maintain. That means you're not good at setting up a ministry, like starting it from scratch, but you're very good at managing. I mean, we need managers in different areas, okay? Organizing. All you have to do is go look in these two side closets after church. We need some organizers. Perform. Acting, dancing, MC. MC of service. Persevere. I love seeing things through to completion. Photograph, photograph, like even this morning, photo, having photo for the baptisms, the person that does that watches online. Hi, John, watches online. Photograph, okay. Pioneer, pioneer something. You're not afraid to fail. You'll start things up. There's different ministries. If you feel like you're a starter of things, we really want to know pioneer. Plan, I love to arrange, map out, prepare. Let us know. Here's another big one. Um, repair, repair. There are so many things that need repaired around the church. In fact, is Matt here today? Matt over there, he's an HVAC guy. And last week he said, hey, tell me what your problem is. We'll get that HVAC fixed. And I also know we got... My brother Frankie over there that always helps us out with HVAC too. Amen. So thank you, you guys. That There's a door broken on the elevator that's been broken for over two years. We need people to fix things, okay? Repair. Serve and help. Sound and audio. If you notice, I didn't run sound today. Woohoo. Tech. Teach. Video. Videos became, become a... Big thing because we have so many onliners, okay? Everybody see that room over here on the side? If you look over here to my left, um, that's where all the screen stuff is done. That's where the online streaming's done. That's where um, all that, uh, the lights are done. We need people in the tech, okay? And then again, write. So what I want you to do, you've got three areas. 
the, the first step, step one, you don't really need to put that on your master shape sheet. I just wanted to kind of get you thinking about what you're passionate about. But what I want you to transfer to your shape sheet, your master shape sheet, would be step two, would be identify different groups or age groups that you like. We would like to know that, okay? So step two was, um, is there a specific group or age that you like? Okay, like somebody hollered out married couples. I was excited uh, yesterday or the day before I came in here and Josh had some people up here and he was like, man, we've got a men's group that's going once a month now. We've got a gym's um, ladies group that's getting ready to go. Has anybody ever heard of Growing Kids God's Way? If you've got a kid that kicks and kicks you in the shins and spits in your face and throws fits where you're embarrassed at, at, when you go to the store, you need to go to Growing Kids God's Way and find out it's not God's way for you to be embarrassed like that. But there's going to be a class started like that soon on helping people with parenting. So, so we need things like that. So we're, we're excited, but, but tell us those age groups and things. And then on that big list we just went through, if you write five or ten things down, that's okay. Okay? That goes in our computer system, and then when we want something, we can just type in it, and it'll show all the people that have those things. Okay? Everybody with me? Say amen. amen. So um, transfer those things to your shape sheet. <clears throat> so we've done spiritual gifts. And then we've done heart today. The next one we want to do is abilities. Abilities are this. What natural abilities do you have? Applying my abilities will help you appreciate the natural talents and vocational skills that you have. It's so important to apply your abilities. One of the most common reasons people give for not getting involved in ministry is this. I just don't have any abilities I can offer. And brothers and sisters, there's nothing further from the truth than that. The key with your abilities, the key is matching your abilities with the right ministry area of need. Everybody say need. That's a big thing. See, when you get into spiritual gifts and you get into heart... That's when you try to get people into ministries um, that, that fit them and they're passionate about and they like it. But when you kind of get to abilities, something that sticks out to me in that is sometimes I've got an ability and I can do something. But to be honest with you, I really don't want to do it and I'm not passionate about it, but I can do it. How many know what I'm talking about? You know, sometimes we serve where we, where we want to and where we're passionate about, but sometimes it, in a church and in a church body, we need people to say, hey, I have these natural abilities, I can serve in these areas even if I don't want to or even if I don't like to, I want to do it for the whole. Anybody out there say amen? Because there needs to be like a, a, a what's best for the whole, okay? So the key is matching your abilities with the right ministry. Abilities without God are just talents, but abilities with God are opportunities for ministry. So now I want you to, again to turn to your sheets, turn to your sheets, and I want us to go, I want to go through, and I want us to look at this list of, of abilities below. If you're watching online, you can go to the shape sheet, and you can go down to A on shape, you can hit abilities, and these are in there. And your shape sheet is in there too, okay? So uh, let's kind of go through these. I have these abilities. I have an administrating ability. Now, the difference between before is that some of these things is what you're passionate about. But this doesn't necessarily be something. Well, let me give you an example. I, mud, I mudded and taped about every joint in, in this whole church. Okay, um, every piece of sheetrock you saw, my hands were on most of those. And most every seam and corner and everything in this whole church, a, a lot of it, I've mudded and taped. All right, I really, I really don't like to mud and tape. I, I really don't want to. In fact, I used to be like, when I first, I used to be like, hey, I mud and tape. And then all the church people call you over, and I'm finishing everybody's basement, and I'm finishing everybody's bathroom. And I got to a point where I was like, well, I, 
I have that ability, but I don't, it's not like I love to do that and it can get, so I quit telling everybody, anybody I can even mud. So Brian, when I was at your house the other night and I saw all this sheetrock that needs mud, I don't know how to mud. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> but, you know, abilities are maybe some things you're not passionate to do it. But, anybody out there, but you can do it. Okay? We want to know that too because we want to know what you're passionate about. But yet we also want to know what you have the ability to do. Okay? Does that make sense? There isn't a soul here today. Does that make sense? You guys got to talk back to me. You, you got you to do this with me, okay? Administrative ability. Organize, handle, oversee. I'm administrative. Anal analyzing ability. Artistic ability. Arts and crafts. Building ability. Classifying ability. Composing. Counseling. Counting, some of these are the same, but notice their abilities. Editing, evaluating, feeding, graphics, illustrate, implementing ability, influence. Man, I, I, I influence people. I sway, I shape, I can bring change, I'm a mover. We want to know that. Interviewing, landscaping. I got the biggest kick out of last week. I said, man, it drives me nuts to drive by and see our beautiful sign and the, and the landscape. How many remember me talking about that? And I'm like, man, there's weeds everywhere. And I want to stop and pull those weeds, but somebody else can pull the weeds too. Because it seems like if you're not careful, we, we're doing everything. Somebody heard me, heard on that. And I saw that half of that was weeded. Somebody did it Sunday afternoon last week. So whoever you are, God bless you. Now finish the other half. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, leading ability. Lighting ability. I'll tell you one we need big around here is weed whacking. Mr. Grice, the guy that lives here, I said, do not use that weed whacker. Mr. Grice isn't going to call people and say, come help me mow the yard and weed whack because we told him he doesn't listen to us. But um, man, we, we, we need people helping with the yard and maintenance. Leading ability, lighting ability, managing ability. Man, we got so many areas that need management. Marketing ability, mechanical operating ability. There's this guy in our church, whenever we know people that don't have money or they're single or they're, they've, they've got kids and there's not a man in the house, there's a guy in our church that's always like, hey, you buy the parts, I'll put it in. Mechanical ability, mentoring ability, music ability, negotiating ability, performing, photography, pioneering, look through that list, planning, you're probably way past me, but mark some of those things. Recruiting, repairing, researching, serving, singing, singing, sound audio, strategy, teaching, video, website construction's a big one. Website construction ability, welcoming ability. Okay? So again, with these, if you transfer, man, I don't care if there's 10 on there. You might kind of put them in an order. Now, with these sheets, you're like, what do I do with these sheets? Keep a hold of your sheets, and we keep giving you a new one each week in case you forget. But um, next week, we're going to do P, personality, and we're going to do E. Um, it, it would be good if you went ahead and went online and um, downloaded the personality assessment, all of you, and take that before you come next week so you know what personality style you have and you can kind of read about it before you even get here next week. And then also we're going to go over experiences. But what will happen after that? What will happen after that is the reason we made two shape sheets, masters, is because we're going to have you fill one out. Does everybody have that on a shape sheet master where there's two of them? Have we got that? 
Is it the last page? Okay. What we're going to do with that is keep bringing that every week. Keep bringing it. Or if you got one at home, keep transferring the information. But what we want you to do is we want you to fill one out for yourself and then one out for us. And next week, um, ne the next, next week and then the two next week and the next week, we're going to have everybody turn them in and keep turning them in. Even if you want to go online, if you're online you don't have these physically, or, or even if you're here and you lost your sheets, you can go online on Shape, and you can go Shape Sheet Master, and you can fill it out, and you can just send it in digitally. So even if you got one in your hand, you can do it digitally. But here's what we'll do. When we get those back, um, I'm going to be gone the 5th to a conference, but when I get back, we're going to take the rest of September and myself and a leadership team, we are going to go through every one of these shape sheets, every one of them. We're going to read through every one of them. And then we're going to read through the different, if you notice last week we talked about Good Vibe Tribe, we talked about music ministry, we talked about what it takes to make a Sunday morning work. Remember we talked about that and some of you stopped outside and, and talked about maybe wanting to serve in some of those areas. Today I'm going to talk about a couple of other areas in our church, and then next week I'm going to talk about some more areas in our church. Um, so again, if you are here for the first time and you want to hear about those ministry areas, you can go online and watch the service last week. But last week, this week, and next week, you're going to hear of every ministry in the church and, and, and like this week, the ministries that I talk about, you can go out and sign the clipboard and say, hey, remember me when we're doing that, okay? So we're getting all these different ways of kind of feeling out what you guys want to do and what you're willing to help with and make this, this church work. But after we get everybody's shape sheet in, we get everybody's clipboards and, and we talk to the leadership team and we're looking at the direction that God's calling us to in the church, our prayer is that the whole body that it would right now 32 percent of our church body helps some way in ministry okay i'm believing that it's going to be a hundred percent i look at a church body just like a regular body imagine if 32 percent of my body worked i mean how effective how much would i be able to to maneuver and do things in life I'd have to have a lot of assistance or help if, if only 32% of this body worked. Do you guys know that the scripture teaches that, that, that we are Christ's body and Christ is the head? So he gives commands to the body. I mean, I mean we got fingers and hands and arms and uh, internal organs, behind-the-scenes stuff that we don't see, the kidney we don't see, and the heart we don't see, and some of those different organs we don't see, try living without them. My brother had a blockage between his bladder and his kidney, and he went septic about three weeks ago. See how well you do without a bladder and a kidney and what hooks it together. Man, is the church gone septic? I really believe the Lord has told me, Brian, call the the other day i heard the lord well I, i'm getting ahead of myself i'm going to prophesy something at the end of this service but there is a great guys you are a great and mighty army you guys watching online there is a great and mighty army and every one of you are a part of it and the mission and the call this isn't my church this is god's church and there, this church has been put in this place, in this time, in this specific place for such a time as this. And you've been sent here for such a time as this. Even I'm looking out at Tim and Brittany. Um, they, they're, Tim and Brittany waved everybody all embarrassed you today. They're, they're, they're my neighbors at the RV park. And they've been coming the last couple of weeks. And I've been thinking about it. I'm like, man, Tim and Brittany, I believe they're here for a reason, a specific time. You're not here by, remember that scripture? Before you were even formed, before you were even a thought, and mom and dad said, the Lord said, I have a plan for you. It's not a coincidence that any of you are here. I really believe that. I believe we're all going to stand, the judgment seat of Christ, the judgment seat of Christ, okay, at the end of things, 
There's the great right throne judgment, and then there's the judgment seat of Christ. Christians don't go to the great white throne judgment because we've all been born again, okay? We've all been saved. But Christians go to the judgment seat of Christ. And what that is, it's not a judgment. It's a place of rewards. Guys, works are things that are, you're going to be rewarded for. Works are, th- are, are what your rewards are. Um, you're, you're going to be rewarded by the works. Not, you're not going to be judged or condemned by your works because people's like, oh man, the sins I've done as a Christian and the things I've done wrong as a Christian. You know, there's one place uh, where it's like, you'll give account for every idle word out of your mouth. I'm like, oh geez, I'm in huge trouble. No, it's not that. The blood of Jesus covers us. It's not a place to condemn you at the, at the great white, at the um, judgment seat of Christ. It's a place where we're rewarded for what we did. Uh, Every man's works will be rewarded. So guys, it's important that we lay up treasures in heaven as well as on this earth. A lot of you lay up treasures here on the earth, but you're going to be pretty poor in heaven. Okay, the way you lay up treasures is by giving of your, your, your finances, by giving of serving your time, by giving your life to the Lord. It puts rewards in heaven. Now, you can be like that person in 1 Corinthians 3 that's like, whew, I'm here by the skin of my chinny-chin-chin. I made it in, but that's about it. How many of you, do you want to just kind of slide in heaven and make it? Or do you want to make it there and stand before the Lord where he says, well done. Well done. Well done. What's God calling you to do? You know, things that, oh gosh, I didn't want to get on soapbox today. But I'm going to go here a little bit. Things that irritate me is things we wouldn't even think about in work. We give it to God with church. We show up late. We're not prepared when we get there. We, 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 we aren't willing to practice our parts or practice our Sunday school. It's like, hey, I'm going to do my own thing and I'll just kind of give God the leftovers. God isn't a dog that you give his leftovers to. We need to give our best to the Lord. I think we need to give more effort and more to the Lord than we do your, I mean, if you're putting more to your secular job than God's job, come on, I, I think there's a, something wrong with that. You, you know, some people will be like this, they're signed up to serve, and, and they're like this, oh, uh, you know, I, I stayed up late and we had some friends over and I'm tired, uh, I, I'm calling in, I can't be there in the morning. And we got a classroom of kids that the devil's taking our kids to hell in a handbasket because they don't even know their Bible study and there's nobody sowing into them and there's nobody speaking life over them and teaching them the things of God. And a lot of homes aren't getting it uh, from their parents. Church is the only place that some of our kids are ever going to know Jesus. And we're like, yeah, you know, well, I don't really feel like it today. Jesus probably didn't feel like dying on the cross. But sometimes we got to lay our life down for God. And when we were singing about being a living sacrifice for the Lord, it's time to make ourselves a willing sacrifice to the Lord. I I believe on that. It bothers me when people do everything they want and they stick God way back in the back burner and just give him what's left. I don't think it's right. I really don't. So I I want us to not only serve But I want us to serve enthusiastically. I want us to serve like 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 even in the even even in the uh, even and I'm supposed to talk about nursery next week, but even in the nursery, I want some people to sign up in nursery to where we grab a baby and we speak life over that baby and we pray for them, say say oh I I want to go there. But I hear stuff that's happening in families. You, you have no idea the pain and hurt that I hear about in families through the week. Abuse to children. Mental abuse. Verbal abuse. Sexual abuse. I hear about these things. All three of them. All three of those. I've heard, I, can, I can say a half dozen or a dozen in the last three months. Man, you got a chance to maybe be in a class with a teenager that's just been messed over. 
You've got a chance to hold a baby and you can say, Lord, I speak the blessings of God over this baby, over their home. I pray you'd protect this baby. Lord, I pray that you draw mom and dad to church and they get off their duff and get these kids to church and let them know about the things of the Lord. Father, I pray, and then you can give them a Bible. I, I, I want to do this in nursery where you give them a Bible and they start chewing on the Bible and somebody sing a song. I love my Bible, my Bible, my Bible. I love my Bible. I read it every day. Chew on it. Eat it. Hey, eat your Bible. Word says eat your word. Okay? Eat your Bible. Then show them a picture of Jesus. I think every kid should know, sing it with, Jesus loves me, this I know for the Bible. Do you think every kid should know that song? Yes, yes or no? I do. That's what we do in our nursery. Here's a picture of Jesus. Teach them that. And then, and then here's a mirror. See that person in the mirror? Oh, Isla's in the mirror. Oh, Isla's in the mirror. Who's in the mirror? Jesus loves that person in the mirror. So we've taught them to love their word. Jesus loves them, and Jesus loves the person in the mirror. Is that not important? So how can we say, oh, I had a late night. Maybe drank some. I shouldn't have drank so much. Now I'll just not show up to my kids' class. Hey, I'm not going to make it today. And then our people's like, what? Happens all the time. Happens all the time. So let's get into serve teams. I can uh, finish this in about five minutes. So this week we're on serve teams. Does everybody have that in your sheets? Is this in your sheets where it says serve teams? Chad, help me out. You've been real quick on that. Is serve teams in there towards the back? Okay. All right. Serve teams. This is where, if you want to serve where you're educating God's people, Examples, we have some classes. We have some grow step classes. Even this class is called a shape class, okay? I want to train teachers to do this class where I don't do it wide as a church, where we teach this class quarterly. Maybe you got excited about this class and you'd like to teach this class. New believers. Last week, I met about two weeks ago, I met with seven new believers, and you saw five of them baptized today. We need people meeting with new believers and saying, this is just what happened to you. Do you understand what happened to you, okay? And then uh, we got finance. John, what do we call that finance with Dave Ramsey? Financial Peace University. Finance membership class, okay? So um, on, on serving in discipleship, here's what we need. Teachers and trainers. If you're a teacher, say, hey, I'd like to serve in those classes. I would like to teach. Here's another thing we need on, on, on those things like classes is host. We need people to welcome, set up the food, welcome people, set up the food, put the PowerPoint up, get the snacks, set the room, be ready to serve people that are coming to these classes, okay? Administrative or assistant. Man, I'm not ready to teach, but man, I would assist a teacher. I can make phone calls. I can run the PowerPoint. I can run off the manuals for these classes. I can do that. I'm into that. Okay, let me know that on your shape sheet, okay? And there's going to be somebody today out in the, in fact, here's where you do it. If you're into teaching or hosting or, or assisting, today as you go out to your left, there's somebody with a clipboard. Say, hey, put my name on discipleship and then tell where. Fellowship. Fellowship is to incorporate people in God's family. So now this is where we're seeing heart is important because you're saying, hey, I like men's or I like marrieds or I like children or what, what, what group do you like, okay? Uh, and, okay, we've got events and big days. With events and big days, again, there will be clipboards outside if you like doing events, if you like cooking, if you like planning, if you like advertising, setting up and, and taking down the picnic we did um, we want to get where we have family fests every quarter to where there's a big event every, four, every quarter for family fest. We got food, serving whatever the activity is. So if that's it, you can talk to somebody. And then the last thing I want to tell you is groups. Groups, we want to be huge at Church on the Rock, okay? Um, <clears throat> notice I put types of groups. It, it's in our heart 
that everybody would be in some type of a group outside of Sunday morning. If you look at the worship team, if you thought of a, of a pie and you took three quarters of the pie and you said, and you wrote the name task in it, what that would mean is the worship team, they're a small group that they get together every week, but they're mainly there for a task of learning music. So we got the drummers, we got all the people. They're here to perform a task. On being on the, on the kids on the rock team, that's a small group to where you're in community, you're in a small group. I want you to think of small groups outside just a Bible group. Are you all with me? Because some of you don't have time to be in a Bible group every week. But you can look at your serve team as being in community. Like these guys in the worship team, they're a community. They're here mainly to do a task, but they have prayer together. In a Bible study, you'd have prayer. They have a devotional together. They have Bible study together. They have meaningful relationship together. So the ingredients of a small group is they had Bible. They've got prayer. They're having meaningful relationship. But mainly they're here to do a task. That's a group to be in. You guys that are in worship, and maybe you're not in anything else, don't, hey, listen, here's the other thing I don't want to do, and I've talked to Brittany and Tim about this too, is you can get overworked in a church. How many of you signed up for so much stuff you didn't even want to go to church anymore because all you did was serve? We don't want to do that. If everybody does a little, then you don't have to do a lot. You know, they got children's church set up where you'd really only have to do it about every six weeks if they could get 60 people in there. Every six weeks? That's not bad. We're not going to stick you down in the dungeon with the kids and throw the key away. And, and you're there, okay? So, but we, everybody needs to be in group. But um, um, we, guys, our lives don't have time. I'm looking at, um, oh, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. It's Jasmine. Jasmine's back there. Jasmine, stand up. I want to embarrass you today. Look at this beautiful lady. Her husband's out working. Um, um, he travels, a beautiful new baby. She's coming to worship practice even on the night she doesn't have worship. She's one of our new worship uh, singers that's coming. Give a hand for Jasmine. Okay, Jasmine, here's what I want to tell you. If you're in worship team, you, you can sit down now, but if you're in worship team, don't feel like you got to be in a Bible group and in this group and in this group and in this group. You'll get wore out and burn out. And we don't want to do that to you because you've got to be a mom and a wife. But we do want everybody to have a part. Anybody out there say amen. amen. So you can look at your worship team and says it may not be a Bible group or a meaningful relationship group, but it's a task group. And that's my, that's my peeps. That's my tribe. Those are my, that's my crew. And we try to train our teams to where in music there's Bible study. There's prayer, there's food and fellowship or meaningful relationship, but you're there to do a task. Everybody with me on that? Okay, and then you do have Bible groups. Um, I even listed some things here on, on, on Bible. Um, you know, we have, we have all kinds of workbooks. If, you, if you're just like, I mean, we got marriage and parenting and prayer and freedom and believer's authority. We got all these workbooks and stuff. We just need, we need teachers teacher assistants, and host homes, okay, for a typical Bible group, okay? So if you're here and you want to be a teacher, or you, does anybody just like having people over to your home and cook them for them and be welcoming? That can be your part. Notice I drew this thing on your sheet that says nucleus. I don't like groups starting where it's just a group leader. Because what happens if they invite 10 people and nobody shows up, they're sad and they feel like they failed and didn't hear from God. I like groups to have a nucleus to where you have a small group leader and then you have an assistant that's assisting you where they can teach when you can't teach. They can help do phone calls. They, they can help follow up with people. You can give them different tasks in the meeting where you're like mentoring them. And then we need a host. I don't like the teacher to be the host. Anybody out there? Here's why. Because... Math says this. Um, I'm using Tim and Brittany a lot today, but if you took Tim and Brittany and you took Chad and Rachel, say, Chad and Rachel, you guys are teaching growing kids God way. Well, 
Tim and um, Brittany want to be your assistant. They're seeing how you teach and learning how you teach. So someday there can be more groups that we can have together. And then Jim and Christy, sitting right here, are saying, you can have it at my house. So if nobody shows up, they got three couples. They're going to have a ball. They're going to have a ball. They're not going to be discouraged. So that's what I mean by nucleus. So we need teachers. We need hosts. And we need some of you. Hey, is there any? I, I'm curious, and I'm gonna, I want to stretch you with this because is there anybody here that you really think you have a gift to teach and, and you're really passionate about teaching and you really think God wants you to teach? And I want to say one more thing to you. Um, I, I, don't like, I don't like getting in front of people and preaching. Seriously. Ask my wife. She lives with me. I've been doing it 33 years. It still scares me to death. I don't like getting in front of people. If God don't show up, we're in, a, we're in, we're in big trouble. It, it's total grace. If anything good ever happens out, if anything good comes out of my mouth, it's grace. It's grace. You'd think over the years you'd get where you were past that. I haven't. I haven't. I wasn't as scared today because I'm real familiar with the topic and I believe in this topic. And I know, I'm, I know I'm teaching this church what I'm supposed to be teaching right now. I know it. So it doesn't even matter. So, 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 so a lot of that. But anyway, how many teachers, how many people you really feel a call that you're to be a voice but maybe you're shy or you're scared or you're backwards or you're... Would you raise your hand if you feel that, but you, can't, you haven't taught because you're a little nervous about it? Put them up high. That'd be even hard for you to do it because you're shy, okay? Put them up there. Start as a teacher's assistant. Hey, put those hands up again. Hey, you teachers. In fact, you guys that lifted it up, put in parentheses, I'm very shy and I haven't done it yet, but I feel God wanting me to. Man, we'll hook you up. We'll hook you up with a teacher that you, you don't have to know it all at once. Are you all with me? And then a host. Amen. So, here's what I want you to do today. We're, we're done. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to fill out your master shape sheet. Keep filling it out. If you miss spiritual gifts, go online. Take the assessment. Read through all those Read through all those, and because and, we, when you guys turn these in, we need S-H-A-P-E. We're going to put it all together. We're going to put it all together. And by the end of September, I'm hoping to show how the whole church is mobilized. Anybody out there say amen. We're, we're all mobilized, okay? Uh, so keep those ministry sheets going. Um, today, there's going to be people in the foyer if I talked about a ministry today you're interested in, tell them specifically what it is. You people that haven't taught, write down, I'd like to be an assistant and put in parentheses, shy, never done it. Okay? And then um, one other thing we have going for you. There's a guy named Chad York and Kim, his wife, he's passionate about shape. When he knew I was teaching this, he called me on the phone. He said, dude, I can't believe you are teaching this. I bought this whole thing, and I've taught 13 people at Church on the Rock, not even knowing you did it individually. And I said, Chad, would you do a Tuesday night class where I can look at everybody and say, if you want to know more or you want help in what we've done so far, you can go, is it Tuesday night? It's 630 It is Tuesday night at 6.30. You can come here from 6.30 to 8.30, and Chad York is here. He's going to talk about heart and abilities again, and he's going to do it a little different than I do. But it's a small group, so if you want more of what you got today, go Tuesday night. Chad will help you out, okay? I really felt this strong, and I'm going to close this way today. If you feel... This whole series has been on Ezekiel 37, where I, where I believe the enemy through COVID and through what we've been the last two years, 
I think that I think God's army has been scattered and isolated. We're just now starting to get back into gathering again. And there's there's about 50 to 65 people that are watching online right now with us. And we're respectful if people aren't gathering yet. But I believe as we keep going, we're going to be gathering more, more, and more. And that's why you guys online, we need you doing this course with us. Because when you get back in gathering, we want you to come right into the body and be a functioning part as well. But I felt the Lord say that the enemy has really scattered and isolated. And I feel like the church isn't moving forward. The universal church and our church. God has called us to reach our community around us and impact our community. God's called us into two and three and four services to where we get into weekend services. There's a calling to reach our community, okay? I believe the enemy kind of got the churches where they've been kind of in stop mode, in survival mode, and how are we even going to make it? And people that, 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 that don't have God for themselves, church was all they had. So there's a lot of people that have fallen away from Christ in the last 18 months. Is anybody out there? People have fallen away. If you see people that you used to see in church and they're not anymore, call them on the phone. The enemy could have taken them out. And they need an encouragement to start living for the Lord again. Is that just my responsibility? Is it all of us? Think about the people around you. But I believe God says, God came to me the other day and he said, Brian, do you believe that the army of God can live again? And just like Ezekiel, I said, only you know, Lord. And the Lord says, yeah, I do know. I do know there is a mission, there is a calling, there is a purpose, there is a great and mighty army at Church on the Rock with a zip code, Huntley. With Huntley. And he said, And he said, son of man, prophesy. Prophesy that the dry bones gathering. So over three months, every day, I've been putting my hands up. And I've been saying, Lord, I did it this morning. Every day I put my hands up and I say, I prophesy to the four winds that God is gathering back the mighty army of God back in the church. Back in the church that we're gathering back. And then the second thing, he said, he said to prophesy. And when he prophesied, hearts and organs and fingers and skeleton and, and skin and muscles and, and, and all the body parts just started coming together. And the Lord spoke to me and he said, that is everybody in the church doing their part. That's everybody coming in the body and doing your part, whether you're a greeter, whether you're a nursery worker, whether you're maintaining something, whether you're sweeping the floor, whether you're in the coffee shop, whether you're doing an outreach. We are all called. I want to get out of 32%, baby, and I want to get into 100% of a full body ministry. If you want to be a part of that army, I heard the Lord say, stand. If you're watching online, stand. If you're in this church and you feel called to be a part of this mighty army, stand up. Stand up. If you're watching online, stand up. And I prophesy. I prophesy. I hear the sound of the dry bones gathering. Lord, I see the body coming back together. I see a skeleton formed in the last few weeks and last week and this week and next week I prophesy, I prophesy that the musicians would come forth, that the singers would come forth, that the vocalists, that the video people, that the children's people, that the people that are cutting the grass, that all the people would feel a calling to discover their shape and find their shape and plug in their shape I prophesy that this body of Christ come together in Jesus' name. And now, O breath of God, what good is a body if there's no life in it? By the Holy Spirit, Lord, as this body comes together, I want you to lift your hands to the Lord if you're here today or if you're in watching. I pray, O breath of God, breathe into this body. Breathe into this body. 
And let Church on the Rock become a living, moving, mobile, operating body of Christ. And that's why Jesus said the church is going to do more than I could do. Because he's in one place at one time. Right now say, Lord, use me. Lord, use me. Lord, call me. Say yes to these things. If you have, have been uh, just kind of barely doing church last week and this week, go back and do last week over. Find your spiritual gifts. Get your heart and your abilities. And this week we'll do personality next week. I'd do personality this week if I was you. Father, we thank you. I say breathe, O breath of God. Now breathe. Breathe, O breath of God. Thank you, Lord. I close this service by encouraging you to stop by and tell those areas. Um, John and Amy, do you have somewhere you need to be? I would like for you guys to come up in prayer. Kevin and Jan, would you guys come up for prayer? Eric, do you have anywhere you guys need to be? Would you and your wife come up, please? We got three people here. If you need prayer for anything, I'm going to dismiss this service. But if your life has been devastated this week, or you're going through something hard, or you need to have a come to Jesus moment, don't leave today. Jesus said my house will be a house of prayer. I'm going to dismiss you, but these people are here to pray for you in any way that you need. God bless you.